What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. And I'm coming back to you with another edition of The Betting Show today as we prepare for the massive UFC 277 card, which goes down even in the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas, over in the beautiful US of A this Saturday night, July 30th, 2022. Uh, it's... It's not a bad card, but not a great card, if you want to put it that way. Uh, there's a very good couple of title fights, one interim title fight. The most anticipated fight of the year for me in the main event between Juliana Pena and the Manny Nunes. We will obviously get to that and talk about that. I have a bet for that. So, uh, And funny enough, spoiler alert, it's my flyer of the week. So uh, you, maybe you can guess <laughs> what that might be from the start. But that's a massive fight. I did videos here on Sherdog at the start of the year or kind of the turn of the year, I suppose. And I did, like, maybe my five fights in the year to look forward to or something like that. And this was my number one, I think. Like, this was the fight. You When the second that Juliana Pena beat Amanda Nunes, this was the rematch that had to be made. Now, there's been too many rematches. We've talked about I've done videos about that. There's been a lot of rematches in the UFC over the last while. Some very unnecessary, some necessary, some that we haven't seen, you know. This one was one that had to happen. We have to see, and I have a whole video out about it. Maybe it'll be out by the time this comes out, but uh, about Amani Nunes, whether it was her day or not her day, or whether it's a long-term thing or whatever, but that's a discussion for another podcast. Before we get into the bets, please bet responsibly. Uh, don't bet more than you can. Don't go crazy with it. Please do that. If you're listening to this, that's who I want everyone listening to this to bet, so please do that. With good week last week, I had... Um, I- I had Curtis Blades to win and he did, you know? We can leave it at that. There's no need to say how we won or anything like that. Had another, uh, uh, there was a no contest under in Zarkamon. That didn't go great. But we had another win as well. So basically kind of uh, two out of three bets. Uh, forget about the flyer. So not too bad. A good a good week. We'll take that, even though like it's really two out of five. But it's really, you know, you get your money back in a no contest. Will you? Will you? Or do you? I'm not sure. Maybe some books do and some books don't. But anyway, yeah, not a bad week last week. So let's get into our bets for this week, if I can find them here on my computer. Okay. First bet, I'm going for the interim title five. And I'm going for uh, Brandon Moreno to win a decision at plus 130. Uh, I really do think this fight is going long. Um... And I think that it's going to be close, to be honest. And when I say it's going to be close, I think it's probably going to be a close overall fight that's maybe not close round by round, if you get me. Like, I feel like Kai Kara France is going to start this fight really well. And um, I think he's going to have success in the first round and the second round. And I think maybe he will wilt a little bit after that. Moreno will keep going. Now, I would back Kai Kara France against most guys in this division. right? And I'm backing Moreno. Let me, let me say this as well before I go any further. And someone, someone told me in the comment section last week, don't doubt my bets, just go for them. So I'm, I'm doing that, but I I'm, I'm, I'm need to explain him. Moreno, I think, is the type of guy who is very hard to get out of there. You know, we've seen him in the Figueiredo fights. We've seen him in other fights being hurt. And he, he's very hard to get out of there. And I think if he fights the same way in... Or, or has, like, the, that same thing, if he, you know, if he isn't in silk pajamas or whatever they want to put it, I, I think he'd be able to get through the first couple of rounds and maybe win rounds three, four, and five. 
And that's why I'm going for him by decision. I think Kai Kara France will keep going. I think he's a tough guy as well. I think he will keep going. I was thinking about Moreno late, maybe. But I do think it's going to be one of those fights where it's success early for Kara France and Moreno late. Now, the one reservation I would have in that, and sorry to the, the lad who's given out about me, uh, you know, sticking to my bets. The one reservation I would have is will Moreno have the same, um, you know, Will he have the same kind of fire in the belly that he that he once had? And I say that because when you go in there and you fight the guy in Figueiredo, all right, and you draw with him, and then you have the, the next fight, and everyone thinks, me included, probably you're going to lose, and then you beat him, and then you come into the next fight and you lose. Like, there's a little bit, and it was a very close fight, and I, 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 you couldn't look at that last fight and say, oh, Moreno didn't have the fire in his belly. But, like, will he have the fire in the belly for this one, considering he's already beaten Kai Kara France via unanimous decision as well, so I'm giving you the same bet as how it happened there. That would be the one reservation I would have with Brandon Moreno. But I think the fact that he's 28 years of age, 25 fights in, you know, hasn't taken a whole pile of damage, never been knocked out, never been submitted. All his six losses or six decisions. Now he's taken, you know, in his last three fights, he's fought 13 rounds. He's taken a good bit of damage there and given a good bit of damage to Figueiredo. So I, I'm leaving that to a side. I don't think it'll happen. That's why I'm going for him. Moreno, but that is my one reservation on this, and it's my one reservation on this fight, you know, you've beaten the guy already you've just gone three fights against the guy you lost the last of them you've a li- probably a little bit more money in your, your bank now you probably have the, the, and the biggest thing as well, the bi- single biggest thing for me in, in his mental side of it is sh- it, like, is he fighting this fight to just fight the next fight against Figueredo to get the belt back, because for so, some people can do that. Some people can absolutely do that. I even saw the funny uh, Reese McKee fighting a couple of weeks ago, like a fight to get to the UFC. Like a fight in the UFC is grand, but a fight to get to the UFC might be a tough one. Like you might look past it, and he didn't, and he did very well. This is like a fight to get to the title, and it's fight. The, the fact that it's an interim title also helps. I, I certainly do think, but the fact it's a fight. Against the guy you've already beaten to get back to Brandon Mar- uh, to get back to Davidson Figueroa, I don't know. I, I would find it hard to cope with that, but I'm not a I'm not a high level fighter like Brandon Moreno. But that's my reservation. But I am still going for it. I'm still sticking to my bed. I think he will be able to get the better of him later uh, as well. I, I think a big key and a big factor in this fight is not to take that much damage early. Like if it is. If it is the case of Kai France landing a lot of his big shots and landing a lot of his power shots, I think it could be, you know, for anyone in the world and in that division, it's going to be hard for you to get through that if you've taken too much damage. If you, like, it's grand to say you're going to come on and go well in the third, fourth, fifth round, but if he hits the body five or six times, you know? What if your face is cut open? And, you know, there could be a doctor stoppage later. You know, I think as well, Moreno, he'd probably try to add in a few takedowns here. It's going to be harder to keep a guy down, like if you're covered in blood in the third and fourth and fifth round. So that all adds into it as well. Um, but I do think, look, I think what's, I'll say it again, what I think is going to happen. I think the first two rounds are going to be good for Cara France. There might be a turning point in the, in the second or third round. I think Moreno will start to up the pace when... Kyle Cara France drops the pace and I think that will be the key 
You know, because I think he'll be able to keep going Moreno harder, longer, later. And that will be the key for me to this fight. So him to win by decision, that's my first bet for this week, plus 130. Um, my second bet of the week, uh, I, I, I'm right now, right? Right now, I am thinking which one I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I am really stuck between one of these, between these two guys. Um... Oh, I, I'm. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what? It, okay, so I'll tell you what. It's the fight between Derek Lewis and Sergey uh, Pavlovich. Now, if you look at Derek Lewis over the last while, I'll give you my bet in a second. If you look at Derek Lewis over the last while, he's knocked out by Tuivasa, and I, I, I picked him to be knocked out. Now I think it was a tough matchup for him. He's knocked out Chris Dawkins, Silgan. He was always going to lose that fight, and then he beat Blades all Nick Latifi, Belay Ivanov. So. In my opinion, they're right. He got beaten by a better um, puncher, if you want to put it that way. And Tai Tuivasa, Tai Tuivasa is a very good fighter as well. And he got better beaten by a, a much better all-around fighter in, in Cyril Gagne. So to look at Derek Lewis, maybe say his last two of his last three fights, maybe he's on the way down. I actually didn't get it. That'd be unfair. I actually don't think Derek Lewis is a different fighter now than he was when he's in this great run now. That's based on what we've seen. What what based on what uh, what's to come? We don't know what's to come, so we we will see on that. And then Plavovich from the other side of it, you know, he got knocked out by Overeem in his debut. That was on short notice. He's won three in a row, first round finishes after that. And I have been impressed with him, but you know what? I'm going for Derek Lewis. I'm going for Derek Lewis. I'm going for him. Derek Lewis. I never gave him respect before. I, I've, I don't think I've ever picked Derek Lewis before. I always pick against him. But he's plus 110. And I'm going for Derek Lewis here. Um, I just like I just think Pavlovich is the type of guy that Lewis um, that Lewis goes into a fight against, right? And there he is completely outmatched in terms of a technical fighter against him. But... Lewis will stay safe and stay safe and stay safe and throw some big things and probably not land them, but then he land one and it'll be all over. That's this sort of fight. Like, that is a Derek Lewis fight down. And now you might look at Pavlovich's record and say, Shani, what are you talking about? He's 12 knockouts in 15 fights, trainer on the UFC, you know, knocked out Sil- uh, Kill Selidnikov and some other good guys outside of the UFC as well. And you would be right. You would definitely be right. But I I don't think he is... Like, like to be someone like Derek Lewis, I think you not only need to be a very good puncher, you need to be a very good technical fighter as well, like Taito Ivasa. I think Taito Ivasa is an underestimated guy. Like, if you look at... The, look at Blades has become a very good technical boxer maybe over the last while. Not the best case, but uh, even of... Volkov is the obvious one, Tybura as well, and he's beaten all of them, you know, whereas the guys he's lost, uh, okay, Carmi is different, but Junior Santos, he can hit and he's very technical, Matt Hunt, uh, uh, Matt Hunt, Mark Hunt, he can hit and he's very technical, and then, you know, it's it's a long way back, so that, that real, he hasn't really maybe fought uh, real big punchers, if you want to look at it that way, uh, Nganu, maybe he beat him in, in that fight, but I feel like, Look, this is a fight that Plavovic should win. He is a better all-around fighter than Derek Lewis. Make no mistake about that. He is a better all-around fighter against Derek Lewis. If this was an amateur boxing match, there'd only be one winner here. 
if this was a, you know, a kickboxing match maybe or whatever, I think there'd only be one winner here in terms of if if there's no knockout. If this goes to the decision and there isn't big massive knockouts, I think Pavlovich wins this all day. But we're talking about MMA here. And we're talking about Derek Lewis here. And we're talking about that chance to land that one big shot that can either knock you down or knock you out and win a round that you're losing. Can he do that once in the fight? Yeah, I think he can. Can he do it two or three times in the fight? I think he probably can as well. Like, Pavlovich is very good. He's very, very good. But is he good enough to blow Derek Lewis out of the water? May- now, maybe. Maybe he is. But I I haven't watched him. Haven't watched him. I feel like Derek Lewis could hang in there against him, could find it. Like, Derek Lewis, I think people... Uh, do you know what the people underestimate with Derek Lewis? His intelligence. I think he's a very intelligent fighter, the way he fights. Like, people talk about Paul Craig as well last week and said it was a stupid game plan. Daniel Carr may be one of them. I don't think you could have a more intelligent game plan than what Paul Craig did to fight against someone like Oldsmere, who was much better of a striker than him. Now, he did some things. He should have gone in for a double leg maybe a little bit more than he did, and he pulled guard maybe too much. But having said that, do you want to fight a winning... Like, which is the more intelligent game, right? A winning game... Or a losing game, if you want to put it that way. I, I'll go for the winning game all day. Now, the winning game might get, or the, the, whichever game, they might, it might get your head bad off you. You know, it might, it might do it. It, might, it absolutely might do it. But if you're a heavyweight a fighter, that's probably going to be one big punch anyway. <laughs> you know, whatever way you do. So you might as well go in there and let, let it be you. So I'm going for Derek Lewis. I think he's going to be able to land that one big punch, and I think he's going to get Pavlovich out there. We'll talk about the, the knockout pro, uh, uh, prices and stuff in a second next bet i'm going for and this is a pretty simple one i, I don't have too much of a breakdown of this one if, honestly it's ankle ivan smith i'm going for that fight to go to a decision actually two my next two bets are both to go to a decision but this one is minus 110 um the reason i'm going for this one as well it's a three-round fight and i think both guys will stick in there for the three rounds. And that's basically it. And I think if you're giving me an even money bet in that, I think that's a it's a basically an even money bet. I think that's a, a good bet, honestly. Uh if you look at Ankelaev's last fight uh against Chago Santos where it went to decision and he's three decisions in a row. I wasn't that impressed with him to be honest. I didn't uh, I I probably pick him. I'm, I'm not I haven't made my pick yet for this fight, but I would probably pick him to win this fight. But I I think Smith could also win the fight based on what Ankalaev uh, did against Thiago Santos. I, I think Smith is smart as well, another very intelligent guy. I think he can find ways, I think he can do things, especially if it turns into a striker matchup, and he can make it a little bit dirty. I think that could favour an, an Anthony Smith. But also I think even if it doesn't, and even if Ankalaev keeps him in the range where he likes to fight, I think Ankalaev won't finish Smith. And I think the fight will go along. And like that's the most likely outcome. I think Angelaya probably keeping him out there. Um look, Smith has a good few finishes over his last uh you know, he's won three in a row. When he has lost though, you know, uh, recently anyway, his last fight decision to Rakic in a fight that I think could look like this, his last fight decision to John Jones. It was a good while back as well, I suppose. Okay, Glover did knock him out, but I I feel like this is one of those fights where it will it will be long. It will be a long fight. It will go long. I think Ankalaev will... I think he'll take time to dominate this fight if he does dominate it. 
You know, I, I think I don't think this is the sort of fight where Ankle Live comes out and he keeps him at the end of the jab straight away and he keeps him a long distance and Smith is kind of fighting scared a little bit. And scared is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Smith, I don't think Smith has that in him. I think he'll come in and he'll try to fight. He'll try to get the knockout. He'll try to maybe get a few takedowns against Ankle Live. I know Ankle Live is very good takedown. If it's a good takedowns of his own and all of that, but it's. It's a fight I, I, you know, I do see it going long. Sometimes you, you get a guy like Ankalaev, and, you know, he is half his fights or decisions, half his fights are knockouts. And he comes into the UFC and it, it kind of turns, it turns one way or the other. Now, you know, his decision clits in a brew and his last three in a row decisions. Well, he has a few knockouts in the middle of that, don't get me wrong. And he also has that, obviously, the one loss to Paul Craig as well. But I, I think against Smith... He will. Uh, he. Will, I think he'll look back at that Santos fight, right, and say, "Well, people maybe talked about me in a certain way, but I went out and I won that fight, and I dominated him for five rounds against a dangerous guy like Santos." Did the exact same against Ozdemir and Krilov, three guys that can hit hard. Anthony Smith, okay, I don't think he hits hard as Dim, but he's another guy who will want to drag you into a war. I think he will anchor live in this fight will be very, very happy to make this a safe fight, if you want to put it that way. And I think that leads to going to a decision. Now, Smith won't let him do that early, but is Smith going to get him out of there early? I don't think so. And once Ankalaev kind of gets control, I think he'll go to a decision. So, yeah, straight up decision, minus 110. Uh, the next fight I'm going for to go to a decision is Morona versus Smellisberger. Uh, plus 125 to go to a decision another one where I kind of looked at the records of both of these guys and if you look at what has happened in their last few fights it this bet almost picks itself uh, Matthew Schimmelsberger three of his last five have gone to a decision he's lost one by decision decision to AJ Fletcher decision to, uh, Mills as well he, okay he's a couple of very quick knockouts in there as well against uh, Jason Witt and Sano but I don't think he's knocking out Alex Moreno early here now I might be wrong uh, no I'm not I'm, I'm right I'm not doubting myself and if you look at Morono then decision against Gal decision in Zovada Okay, he knocked out Cerrone, but sure didn't everyone. Decision against Anthony Pettis and then decision against Reese McGee. So four of his last five. Three of the last five for uh, for the other lad. That's a 70% decision. I'm, I'm no mathematician, but I am. Uh, but that's a 70% knockout ratio for those two lads in their last five fights each. I, I think there's a good chance this goes to a decision. Uh, Simmelsberger, you know, as I said, big power, good wrestling and all of that. Uh, I think Morono's a more kind of even-keeled fighter, or good everywhere. Um, I, I, I'm not sure who'll win this fight, actually. I think it's a good fight and a close fight, and I think it will be one of those ones where neither guy really gets uh, badly hurt throughout it. It will be one where maybe where a takedown can change the fight, where uh, stopping a few takedowns could change the fight and get you to win. I don't... I, I might know, as I said it again, uh, who knows what happens in MMA, but I don't think it's going to be one of those fights where there's going to be a big knockdown or a big knockout or something like that. And we'll see. And if it does, I think it goes to a decision. So that's where I'm going in that one, that one to go to a decision at plus 125. Right. The main event, my main event bet, my flyer of the week. And I can't believe it's this price, honestly. But uh, Amanda Nunes to win round one. TKO KO and it's plus 
500 plus 500 imagine this the last time if they're giving you plus 500 first round knockout you would have bit my hand off for it um look the question is again i mentioned at the start of the podcast is amanda nunez shot or did amanda nunez have a bad night the last time um and we will see you know why is she thinking about kayla harrison why is she thinking about going back up to 145 why is she looking past juliana pena I would say yes, right? That's my call on it. And that's why I'm going for this. Because if Amanda Nunes comes in, right, and she's the same fighter she was before the last fight, but now has this fire in the belly that this lady beat me, shamed me, took away people calling me the goat. Now I think people still are, but you know what I mean? And if she has that fire in the belly with all that skill and that ability, this is going to be bad news for juliana pena early and i i think amanda nunes is gonna come out there look amanda nunes when she's at her best is just remember her on the rousey fight she is pop 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 jab 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 combo 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 that's the type of fighter amanda nunes is she throws lots of shots early and often she's smooth and she just sails through combinations and they go, you know, from her fists to your face. And it's it's donezo when the man in Nunes gets in that. She knocked out Ronda Rousey and Chris Cyborg in 99 seconds. If she's at her best, she is going in there and she's finishing Juliana Penny early. I've no doubt about it. I've no, I've no doubt about it if she's at her best. Is she going to be at her best? I have a little bit about doubt about that. But I like I think that first fight reminded me and look Shevchenko was lucky to come through it when she got in there against Tyler Santos just everything was a little bit off you know you see it in sports it's it's not just you know it can be anyone it can, it can be anyone we've seen it with loads of fighters down at Hinnambarau we saw it, we saw it with loads of people they just they no longer can kind of pull the trigger anymore and I felt like Amanda Nunes was that. But I remember before that fight, she was talking about, oh, I'm going to struggle to get down, back down to 135. I put on too much weight at 145. And then she was talking about, uh, you know, the Kel Harrison thing about going back up to 145. Like, how much of that played into it? How much of the fact that Juliana Pena, well, you know, it was a big shock. You know, people still say Matt Serra and all this. This was a big shock in UFC history. And the reason it was a bigger shock than Serra GSP was, the GSP wasn't GSP at that time. Like, was it GSP's first title defense or maybe second? GSP was a f- like 15, 10 fights in his career or something like that. And Manny Nunes, before that fight, was the GOAT. Without a shadow of a doubt, she's beaten Rousey, Cyborg, the whole lot. All of them. And she was beaten by someone who wasn't expected to win it. Like, Juliana Pena barely got a title shot. Never mind winning it, you know? And she was beaten in that fight. That is something that changes you as a fighter that is something that changes uh how people view you it changes how you'll be remembered and to change that back you need to go in there and you need to win this fight you need to beat pina and you need to probably beat her a second time and i think amanda nunez will be ready for that i have backed her for a long many years before she was champion and i'm gonna back her again so amanda nunez first round ko plus 500 to win here right let's run through some bets here 
Let's start from the, the bottom when we go up to the top. Uh, Blood Diamond is plus 153 against Orion Kosk, minus 176. Uh, Kim and Edwards are very close. Edwards is the favorite, plus 130. Kim, uh, sorry, minus 130. Plus 110 for Kim. Uh, Adam Fuji is plus 425 and Michael Morales minus 650. We have Drakkar Close uh, against Hafa Garcia. That's a short notice fight for Garcia. Garcia is in plus 170, minus 200 for Drakkar Close. I fancy Drakkar Close in that one. Uh, Mike Mathena, sorry, is that fight on or no? That, that fight's off. Um, Nikolai is plus 106, a very close fight there against Ior Potira. At minus one twenty six, first time I've ever heard that name. That's a, it's a great name. I'll have to look into him a bit. Hamdi Abdulwa against Dantele Mays. Uh, Hamdi is plus one forty five, minus one seventy for Mays. Then the Morona fight very close again, plus one sixty. Sorry, plus one twenty six for Morona Schmimmelsberger at minus one four six. I think that's just about right, but I like the decision there. Another fight I was looking at very closely: Perez against Pantoja. Love this fight. I think Pantoja will win. Minus one eighty, plus one fifty five for Perez. Uh, that one to go to a decision is minus one thirty. I had that in my bets, but I kind of took it out. I, I think Pantoja. I think you might get the finish there. Pandoja to get the KO, TKO plus 750. That's pretty good to win by submission plus 500. So if you fancy one of them, might be worth an old, uh, an old fiver. Uh, Drew Dober plus 191, sorry, minus 191, plus 166 for Rafael Alvarez. Alves even. Uh, I like Dober in that one. I think he's good there. Um, Anthony Smith is plus 400 if you fancy him. Early against Smith, uh, against uh, Ankalaev, maybe Ankalaev is minus 600 there. Uh, Derek Lewis is plus 110. Pavlovich is minus 130. I told you I'd look up the Lewis KO. That's plus 125. Yeah, there's not a big difference between that and the price itself, so I'm sticking with the plus uh, 110, and that's why I did that as well. Then Moreno, we have at minus 210. Uh, we have Kaikara France at plus 180. Let's look at a few of the bets there for that. The over under one and a half rounds. Very, very low. Uh, minus 5.05 for the over. And the under is plus 3.65. And we got to the fourth round then. The over-under there, minus 160 for over. And the under is plus 130. Uh, if you like Morona to get the finish, plus 6.50 for the TKO. And plus 400 for the submission. Uh, submission yeah, And the KO for Kai Kara France, plus 4.75. If you fancy that early, that's not a bad bet at all. Uh, and I would... Uh, I would look at that one, definitely. And in the main event, Amanda Nunes is a favourite, but not a massive favourite. Minus 285, plus 245 for Pena. The over-under 1.5 rounds, which I think might be good. Uh, the under is plus 155. But well, why not back Amanda Nunes for the first-round KO? Now, maybe she will she will submit her as well. We look at that price in a second, but I think it's interesting. Nunes to just win straight-up KO, plus 140. So to add in the first round... You got a lot more. I like that. Uh, Pena to get the KO plus 900. Then the submission, Nunes plus 550. Pena plus uh, 450. You know, Nunes vice submission as well. I, I could see that. Definitely see that happening. Um, so, yeah, those are, those are the bets there. Uh, Nunes just to win inside the distance is plus 135. Pena plus, sorry, minus 135 plus two. Uh, what am I looking at? Plus 3.25 for Pena to win inside the distance here. And if you fancy to go long, Nunes has gone long. And we've seen, you know, we've seen lots of fights win. 
they have lost and they're coming back. They do go a bit longer, so Nunes to win by decision plus uh, 3.25 there as well. But uh, no, I would avoid that. All right, everyone. Uh, I'll give you a look at my bets again. Moreno uh, to win by decision plus 130. Lewis uh, plus 110 to win straight up. Ankalive and Smith to go to decision minus 110. Schemmelsberger and Moreno to fight to go to decision is plus 125. And my flyer of the week, Amanda Nunes by TKO KO in the first round. At plus 500. All right, everybody, I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for SureDog.com, and I'll see you all next time.